Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today, we make the Bank of America pay. But first, Angry Director gets her comeuppance in four gradual actions. Several years ago, I used to work at an agency that hired us out as short-term temporary workers and contractors. These jobs pretty much consisted of stuff that company employees couldn't be bothered to do, and so got someone in to sort it out. It wasn't great, but I had to make ends meet. Anyway, one of those jobs was for 150 hours at 5 weeks of office administration. There wasn't much more information to go on, but a job's a job. The office turned out to be quite a small, stuffy little building at the back of an industrial estate. I was told to report to Barrel when I turned up. I was met by a rather grumpy-looking old lady having a cigarette by the door. This was Barrel. Barrel didn't even say hello or ask me my name, but showed me in, pointed at an enormous pile of boxes full of paperwork, saying, This all needs to be scanned in. There are two scanners connected to a computer there. Off you go. Let someone know if you need help. So off I went. Ford kicked butt. That pile of boxes was to be my job for the next month and a bit. Joy. The office was predominantly young men, with Beryl being the only other woman. She was in her 50s and spent more time smoking than working, and without being rude, clearly didn't look after herself. It was quite flattering to have a bunch of these guys pop by my workstation for a chat occasionally. After a few days of scanning, Beryl visited my cubicle. She wasn't happy that I spent too much time talking and not enough time working. I was confused. While I didn't have any metrics or targets, I was pretty consistently working through this mountain of paperwork. I got the impression that Beryl didn't like the attention I was getting. I pointed out to her that I haven't left my desk apart from to go to the toilet. If someone's over here to talk to me, then that's fine, as I can talk and scan at the same time, like I'm doing right now. She wasn't happy and turned away, calling out, just do your job, as she left. Some of the other guys had heard this and they popped by my desk later, said not to worry. They'd had agency staff before, and Beryl always hated it if a young woman arrived because she was grumpy and jealous. Not my words. In fact, a few years ago, one young woman had left the office in tears because Beryl had tore her a new one for going to lunch with some of the other guys. Naturally, this annoyed me, particularly because Beryl thought she could bully and disrespect agency staff, and I certainly wasn't going to leave the job because of an angry witch. Malicious compliance number one. For the rest of my time there, I made sure to get dressed up. Makeup, curls, a midi office dress, stiletto heels. When Beryl saw me clicking my way down the office the next day, fully dressed up just to scan some paperwork, She scowled at me but didn't say anything. The next week, Beryl took some time out of her busy smoking schedule to visit me in my cubicle, the second time she'd done so since I'd started. Some of the paperwork I was scanning in had been stapled together, so I'd asked someone on the office for a staple remover and a stapler. I used to pull out the staple, scan the document, rename it on the computer, then re-staple it and put it back in the box. I was just pulling a staple out when Beryl walked by. Beryl's first words to me were, What are you doing? I replied that this document was stapled and if I'd put it in the machine, it would jam. She raised her voice slightly and said, Nobody told you to do that, just scan each page in separately. Leave the papers alone. 
I could almost hear her eye roll as she walked away. Malicious compliance number two, so I did. Scanned everything with staples just folded over and then created folders called document 123 and each scan went in as 123 page 1.pdf, 123 page 2.pdf. You get the idea. This slowed me down a lot, but hey, it's what I was asked to do. At some point, Beryl walked by and saw me flipping pages like that. I'd put my hair in a bun and had taken my heels off and she smirked. She thought she had flustered me and that I didn't see her reaction. Don't worry, Beryl. You didn't. And I did. The paperwork I was scanning in was boxed up as newest first, so I got to some of the older papers. These had been moved around a couple of times and were slightly scrunched up or folded or similar. A jammed scammer wasn't an issue. It had happened a handful of times before, but as I got to the older papers, the jams became more frequent. It was easy to sort, though. Just open the back door of the scanner, roll the paper out, cancel the job, and redo it. At this point, I'd gone back to unstapling and restapling because Beryl had given me enough space, thinking she'd broken me, and I just wanted to get the job done so I could leave. Beryl walked in one day, this would have been my fourth week there, she saw me unjamming the scanner and flipped her top. She yelled, OP, what are you doing? At this point, all the heads in the office turned to where we were. I calmly told her, the scanner's jammed. I'm just pulling the paper out so I can rescan it. Shouldn't take more than a few minutes. She continued yelling, at no point were you instructed to perform IT repairs. We have someone for that. Stop what you're doing and get someone to help you. I asked you this when you started. Why can't you follow simple instructions? It took a lot of patience not to argue back with her, which I thought was what she wanted. But I said, okay, fine. Can I speak to the IT guy to sort this out? I couldn't have choreographed her response better. I then knew that she did want me to argue so she could kick me out. Because she hesitated and said, um, well, the IT guy is off for the rest of the week. This was a Thursday. Ahem, use the other scanner. If you jam it, let me know. And stormed off. Malicious compliance number three. I knew her diary and knew she was off the next day, Friday. I carried on with the one scanner, making sure it didn't jam that day, and waited until the next morning. Coincidentally, the scanner jammed on the first piece of paper I fed into it. Who'd have thought? Obviously, I rang Beryl. She didn't answer her phone, and as she wasn't in the office, I spent the day sat around without much to do. Whilst talking to the guys in the office, I learned that the company had been bought by a much larger IT firm, and they just wanted the rights to the proprietary software that they had developed. It also turned out that the CEO of the small company basically paid himself into retirement and appointed Beryl as the director. Beryl knew that her days were numbered, so she was even more bitter to the staff. The guys working there had been committed various levels of career within the new IT firm, which they were happy with. As I was told, 120,000 employees, 30 dev roles are easy to find, one director role is not. Anyway, when we returned on Monday, you could almost see the vein in her neck throbbing. She had wasted an entire day of whatever her company paid my agency because little old me wasn't trusted to fix a paper jam. I used to get in a little later than the rest of the staff. Agency perks, woo. But when I got in, she'd had the IT champion perform the skilled job of opening a scanner and pulling a piece of paper out. She didn't even look at me when she said, scanners are fixed. Here's a cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Get on with your job and don't mess around. At this point, you may be thinking, LP. This is a lot of text for some pretty trivial malicious compliance. Well, you'll like the final part. My last week there coincided with a new contract that the company had been given by their new owners. I assumed it was some sort of litmus test. Whilst I don't pretend to understand what it was, the job involved a lot of scanning documents that had been handwritten. Hooray, more boxes! At the same time, a few of the guys who worked there were going on a visit to the new parent company which were based in the USA. I live in the UK. The IT champion was one of these guys who went. When the boxes were delivered to my cubicle, Barrel popped by and said, These take priority. All of what I said to you is more important than ever. Do not mess around, otherwise you're out of the door. Am I clear? I said, Yes, ma'am. The paperwork delivered was from the USA. Our paper sizes are different. The first piece of paper I fed into the scanner jammed it a safety lock because it expected A4 and got US letter instead. I jammed both scanners. Beryl, not being one to turn down a free trip to America, had gone with them. I rang her at 11am UK time, which was 5am their time. She picked up and was not impressed. I felt sorry for the folks adjacent to her hotel room when she screamed down the phone, You've done what? How? Why? I tell her about the USA paperwork. She says, can you not fix it? Final malicious compliance? I say, no, you've told me many times that I can't fix these machines. What's the business continuity plan? Side note, my brother told me that phrase and he still doesn't quite understand why I turned up to his house a bit later with a few pizzas and a box of beer. Beryl had no idea what to do. She was clearly flustered. Can you just do what you can? We need this done. I say, what would you want me to do? She says, can you fix the scanners because this is really important. I say, I'm sorry, you told me I can't do that. I need simple instructions to work with. She says, just fix it. I say, I'd be happy to show an IT specialist where the scanners are, if you can get them here to fit, hang up tone. Well, that's that then. I spent the rest of the week chatting to my colleagues, updating my CV, and applying for jobs. Nobody turned up to fix the scanners. When my final week finished, I said bye to the guys I'd worked with, wished them luck, and left with none of the critical paperwork scanned in. When Beryl got back from her business trip, I learned that she'd spent one day at the parent company and left it to the other guys. 
When the crap hit the fan because nothing was being delivered, they wondered where she was. This was day two into the five-day business trip. She was at a spa, phone switched off. She flew out early on day five without seeing any of her colleagues or the parent company. I kept in touch with a few of the guys afterwards. After this, the dev guys were transferred contracts to the larger IT firm. They all got a very small salary increase, but were also able to work from home. This was pre-COVID, so it was a bit of a rarity back then. Farrell, meanwhile, didn't fare so well. She was initially offered redundancy, paid including pension deals, but when someone complained that she hadn't been present for the meetings, which I think was their IT champion, they found out that she'd been sightseeing, shopping, tanning, and getting her hair done on company time. She ended up being fired. No bonus, no pension, nothing. I quit the agency not long afterwards, and after one or two moves, ended up in a job I'm very happy with. The agency were none the wiser about any of this. They just wanted their money, and aside from one initial checkup call, left me to it. Can we all agree that Beryl deserved every little bit of this? I mean, if you're working in a job where you know your days there pretty much are guaranteed to be numbered, would you just start slacking off too? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments. That said, our final story of the day is, I cost Bank of America $8,000 legally. A bit of context, I've been in the mortgage and related businesses for over 30 years. I know it very well. I've never liked Bank of America, especially their servicing division. This story happened a few years ago. Just found out about this group. I refinanced my mortgage through a mortgage broker, and to my aggravation, they sold the servicing rights to Bank of America. The entity that owns your loan is usually different than the one you paid to service the loan. I was miffed. I estimated that a Bank of America paid around $5,000 to service my loan, as most folks at the time expect loans to stay on the books at least three years. Another little fact, mortgage services are paid 0.25% fixed to 0.375% adjustable of your outstanding loan balance per year. It comes out of the interest you pay to the bank. If you want to know how much your servicer got any particular month, use the formula service pay equals current loan balance times 0.25% divided by 12. About two months after the servicing switched, Bank of America announced they'd be charging a $5 fee for the convenience to pay the mortgage online. Truly an unwarranted money grab. I'm blessed that I can put a little extra towards my mortgage payment every month. So the following month, I took out my mortgage payment plus $400 in quarters from my local bank. I then went to my local Bank of America branch and handed them my mortgage payment in quarters and a repayment stub. I asked for a receipt of payment. I overpaid my mortgage to reduce the current balance and thereby reducing Bank of America's fees. The nice branch manager said you can write a check, you don't have to pay in coins. I said I could, but I would charge a $9.5 convenience fee for the stamp, my check, and the ink used. The branch manager actually laughed and said okay. They counted the money and I got my receipt. The next month, the charge was still there, so I went to another local Bank of America branch which had gotten bad reviews on Yelp due to a hostile bank manager. I did the same thing. The branch manager said, write a check, we don't accept quarters. I said, shall I call the local state's banking commissioner, the Consumer Financial Protection Board, and the office of the comptroller of the currency, US top bank regulator, and say you won't accept legal tender? 
I asked to talk to the district manager. I was making a stink. After about 20 minutes, he grudgingly had the staff count the quarters and I got a receipt. I told the manager that I would be bringing dimes next time. The next month I brought dimes. He accepted them but glared at me the whole time. After that payment, Bank of America rescinded their convenience fee. The month after that, I refinanced my mortgage at a lower rate. Bank of America only got roughly six months of fees for servicing they expected to last three years at minimum, five years to be profitable. One of my proudest malicious compliance moments. I love this story because I hate how many things have a convenience fee. I had a relative that recently paid a decent sum for house tax and they had to pay like $50 for an online convenience fee. I had a friend who had gotten a speeding ticket and they had to do an online test and afterwards you have to print out the certificate. You could get that certificate for free but it would take a week. Or you could check a button, pay $15 or whatever and get it instantly. Literally an instantly auto-generated PDF document that they're pretending to process for a week just so they can try and milk another $15 convenience fee out of you. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome story of compliance, why not check out that video on the left? Or, if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.